get this a dating site for anti-vaxxers called Unjected. Unjected has been removed from the Apple App Store. While 47% say the unvaccinated make me upset or angry. I wish that he would go further to restrict the activities of the unvaccinated. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. The Unjected Show with your hosts, Shelby Thompson, Heather Pyle, Scott Armstrong, and Zach Brown. Call 1-833-3-UNJECT, extension 888. That's 1-833-386-5328, extension 888. Lines are open now. The Unjected Show is intended for an adult audience and may contain explicit material. User discretion is advised. <laughs> Aloha, everyone, and welcome, welcome to, to the Injected Show. Yeah, <laughs> another episode. What are we at? Number eight, eight, seven. Hey, eight? Zach. Hey, Scott. What's up, Aloha, friends? What's going on, guys? Happy Aloha Friday. Happy Aloha Friday. It's feeling good. Like the best what does time Aloha of the week. I mean, what does that it actually mean? Means a lot mean? of things. It uh, means a uh, lot like, of hello, things. Hello, I love you. Goodbye. It means Whoa. the sacred breath of things. life. Yeah. Actually, going, going deeper. So uh, you can break it down. Well, hold on. It means why? going deeper. It means go deeper. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah why, why does yeah. it mean so many things? Well, because it, it's from Hawaiian tradition. So, like, I think it's the original origin is when they would greet each other. Uh, they would you it's would the exchange ha's, the breath. your breath. Yeah. So ha, and it's uh, like your uh, the breath yeah. of love and the breath of life, and it's, like you would put your foreheads together and honey and. Like breathe in. Uh, it's similar to if you are uh, into yoga at all, Zach. Um, like mm. Namaste. You know, the light in mm. me recognizes the light in you. It's like a similar, similar mm. thing. Yeah. yeah, I dig it. I dig yeah. it. Well, shoot, guys, we got a fantastic <laughs> episode tonight. Uh, our guest is very patiently waiting in the green room. Why don't you tell us a little bit about? It? Yeah, perfect. Here, so let's just bring her in. Let's just bring her in. Yes. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> Everybody, please welcome the amazing everyday starlet Sarah Vladette to our website or Love website <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> Her website is the everyday yes, starlet. Yeah. And she does incredible breakdowns about masculine and feminine energy. She's an energy teacher. And she's here tonight to, you know, give us a little insight about how we can tap more into our innate energies yeah so sarah thank you so much for being here and, and this is sarah's uh second time actually yeah. with us we did have her on the original uh version of yeah. shelby and i trying to run a podcast yeah you were like episode two on that one yeah that was yeah. fun that was so it fun. Was fun it was super fun so we're really stoked to have you back uh on i'm happy to new, be here on the new cast yeah awesome. yeah welcome welcome so i'm just kind of curious i'm kind of uh you know uh, I don't really like run in those circles, so I'm just very curious if you could just give us an overview of what uh, masculine feminine energy work consists of. Okay, well, masculine and feminine energies are, I mean, they're energies that live in all of us, and we all contain both energies. Um, but every, everyone has a core energy, and that's the one most ourselves in. Like, we, when we embody that energy, we are, we are really like the version of ourselves. And for most men, that's going to be their masculine energy. And for, and for most women, that's going to be their feminine energy. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That absolutely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So so what is that? Uh, so is there like 
people recognize like deficiencies within themselves within those areas and reach out to you for help around that? Or how does it, how does it work? Like, like what, what would be a typical like instruction session consist of? Like if you're, you know, as a, as a teacher. Well, I do private sessions right now. I'm mostly, um, I do a lot of like YouTube content. I create, create a lot of online content around them. This I primarily do, um, film, film Browns. So I'll take like, like a film and I'll actually kind of break down the scenes and the, any energies and the relationship dynamics. And I, I kind of like to throw in a little bit of, of like the media is manipulating us just to, yeah. you know, throw that in a little, oh. little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I find that it, that it helps people to, to see visually. I mean, in films, it's usually like a, like a dramatized version or sometimes it's actually just like a, a fantasy thing. But I think uh, very, very often seeing that over-dramatized version can help people really spot these things in everyday lives. And you, you can actually be in, in a wounded or healed version, either energies. In fact, I actually make the argument that there's a lot, lot of men today, especially, who are very much in a wounded masculine. And there are actually a lot of men, men today who are very wounded feminine, um, which yeah. means they're really out of alignment with their natural energies and they're kind of not, not, not really operating as their best, their best self. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, this is frustrating. So this is, this is, so we're doing it live folks, as they say in the autonomy world, we're doing it live. Uh, so Sarah, we're, it's crazy. This like, it's having, it's like this weird, it's I've, like never a, even actually, I've, never I've never heard, I've never Do heard. Do you want to fake the microphone well, and maybe just leave it exactly where it is, but unplug it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was going to be my next suggestion. It's not going to be ideal, but what, if you go into your StreamYard settings there at the bottom and just click, uh, audio. And then for your microphone, just do like, uh, just click on, um, you know, just internal speaker. Let's try that. And uh, we do a sound check every, uh, every me? time. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or headphones. Or if there's you a, a mic now? on your head. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. That's way better. Well, I just yeah, unplugged cool. everything. So this is just my computer. I can ditch the mic if this works better. For well, you. it looks That's cute. Fine. So, I mean, you can fake it or not, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can leave it there. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> anything. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. We don't fake around here. If it sounds better, I'm totally cool with this. Yeah. yeah let's do that. I don't know what it was. I've never heard that. That was weird. Yeah. It was like a, it's one of our feds are like, how do I tap into my masculine energy more? Yeah. And yep, yep. he's messing with your mic. <laughs> Sarah, since, uh, you know, now that you've got the crystal clear audio, can you define maybe, or, uh, you know, there may not be a rigid definition of these two things, but uh, a loose definition or a summation of what, uh, you know, masculine energy and feminine energy is. So masculine energy is traditionally, um, if you uh, so if you if you think about it, I mean this is an adult show, right? So if you think about yep. it, kind of sexually, it um, it's an adult <laughs> show. She'll be like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> okay. If you think about it from like the most basic sort of you know biology between men and women, um, the masculine is is the penetrator. He's the giver. Like he's the one that that literally provides, and the feminine energy is literally the one that opens. And, and receives. She's also like the creative energy. She creates, she births new life. She nurtures. Whereas you have the masculine who is more of like the giving energy, the protecting of providing that kind of thing. You also think about it too. I like to think about it um, in terms of the masculine is kind of like the, um, like a cup. That's a very common way of describing it. Like the masculine is sort of a cup. It holds sort of a, a like a structure and 
the feminine would be like sort of like the water or the liquid in the cup. So it flows because mm. you have the masculine that provides the structure and you have the feminine that kind of flows and moves within the cup. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. a great metaphor. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 So you mean that this is very, very fascinating stuff, you know, and it's just like, it's, this is just like core fundamental aspects of what it means to be human, you know? And I feel like in our yeah. society, we've been so far removed from that and like everything, all of like the social conditioning, like all of the programming, everything is meant to take us as far away from that as possible, where it's like they want uh, masculine females. And I wouldn't even necessarily say like uh, effeminate men, but more like childlike men, like like inf yeah. infantismal, like little like may maybe well, feminine for sure, effeminate men, but also like in like very like childlike men it's like diminutive diminutive you know well in like, in many in, mo in most cultures like previous to ours uh they actually believe that women in general we nature initiates us into our feminine energy like it just like we're, we're very much connected to nature we cycle with the moon nature kind of determines when we become fertile and all of these things whereas men traditionally had to be initiated into their masculine energy and they needed strong male leaders in their tribe not not necessarily just fathers but like they were like leaders like yeah. elders who were respected who took boys and actually like initiated them into manhood the problem is when you have a society like ours where we've really eliminated that aspect of things don't actually teach boys how to actually step into their natural masculine energy so you have a lot of you have a lot of males today who are just kind of walking around and it's, we get the man child syndrome where it's kind of like, <laughs> totally do that. And we've kind of, because this has been sort of several generations that this has been happening. Yeah. It's conditioned. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's like at a certain point you have a lot of, of men who they, they don't have anybody to look to in order to actually figure out like who is a, who actually is a, a leader or role model that I should look up to. And, and of course it also opens up the space for a lot of really bad role models to step into that yeah. space. And do you think that the, the degeneration of, of the, you know, masculinity in men has anything to do? I mean, I, I think I know the answer, but I'll let you expand on it is mm -hmm. the, the, the exponential decrease in testosterone um, biologically in men throughout the generations. I, I read a study that uh, the average, uh, I think it was the average 30 year old male has the level of testosterone of a 70 year old male Whoa. 50 years ago. Whoa. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's I think that all the hormones are putting in Yeah. I might, I, those figures yeah. may be off by 10 years or mm -hmm. so, but I, Still. I, it's, it's not good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it, testosterone is massively declining. And I mean, you can link that to so many different things. I mean, you could link that to, I mean, anime. Pumping <laughs> all of our What's that? You can look at an anime probably. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, they, they have actually done studies. I just got a whole lot of hate for saying this online. The other day, but they've done a lot of studies that, that porn consumption massively yeah. increases. Yeah. Men's yeah. testosterone. Right? I think that's it. I mean, I mm -hmm. think that's literally yeah. it right there. It's like literally the 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 infertility and the drop in testosterone. I would say, like you know, I I don't know. I think that's directly the correlation right there. And, Absolutely, one hundred percent. The link between porn uh, consumption and erectile dysfunction is like yeah. really insane. Exactly. I mean, and we're starting boys as young as like eight years old into this culture, and it's just it, like it's reprogramming their brains 
to, you know, just, I mean, it, it's addictive. It's absolutely addictive. Yeah. And I mean, the product the only thing, but yeah, but it's definitely, it's definitely a part of it. I mean, you introduce that to them so young, of course, all the foods that we eat are so pumped with estrogen. Yeah. I tell people yeah. all the time and it boggles my mind that people don't know this. I'm like, if you're eating soy, yeah. you're yeah. essentially like as a man, you're essentially turning yourself into a woman. Like it's, it's like, so isn't an overload of estrogen bad for women too, though? It is. Oh yeah. yeah. Certainly. It, yeah. I mean, in, in, it affects them differently, obviously, because it's, we have different hormones and stuff, but for, right. but for men, it definitely is decreasing their testosterone for sure. It makes them it's, cycle with the moon. Well, <laughs> and, you know, all the birth control has been in the public yeah, water control. system, you know, because it's oh, yeah. actually in the, in urine. So it's, it's mm -hmm. going into the water treatment and it's not being filtered out. So if you're not drinking filtered water, you know, you are getting estrogen and you're also getting whatever other hormones that people are taking. And then if we were going to take it another step further, yeah. uh, you know, and bring vaccines into our show, like we always do, we've been uh, injecting children with opposite chromosome mm -hmm. stem cell lines in childhood vaccinations for years. years. Um, they were made at, from stem cell lines from a female and a male embryo, you guys. So then we inject them into children uh, for fun, 72 plus times. And I, you know, I think that would affect testosterone as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, and a lot of fertility issues in women as well. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, it's mind boggling. It's like one of those rabbit holes once you dive down it. And even like just in the foods, I mean, I went... I went soy free like quite a few years ago, literally just for skin. Like my skin was not doing well and I got rid of soy, like just, just like for a superficial level at first before I really yeah. dove into it. And like, it's almost impossible. Like it's next to impossible to avoid soy in our diet. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. So that's wild. Sarah, for, for those who don't know your like backstory, I know that Heather and I have heard it. Maybe you can give us like a little, like, tell us how you got into uh, this energy work. You know, I know that we talked about your previous relationship on our old podcast and how that kind of like was the pivotal moment for you. Um, you know, can you dive deeper for us? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of, well, I mean, I guess like a lot of things in my life, I kind of accidentally fall into things. Yeah, um, totally. I, I get that. Yeah. I've always been really fascinated with like relationship dynamics, human psychology, stuff like that. I've been studying that forever. And, but I spent most of my life working as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, I thought, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm an antisocial stand-up comic. I might as well just start talking about relationships. Why not? <laughs> like a logical. Um, and I, I guess I had a, a lot of very firsthand experience with dealing with man children. <laughs> that was pretty much yeah. my entire world for most of my life. And, um, so, you know, I was kind of in the process of like transitioning out of that. I was getting a little tired of hanging out in dive bars and trunks all the time. And um, I, I ended up kind of having this weird, like I made the decision to kind of leave, you know, my 15 year career and stand up and got married, had like a really short marriage that was like kind of a whirlwind experience. I had like family health crises that just kind of like totally rocked my world. And it was like kind of within like a a weird like six year span of my life, like everything just kind of went tumbling down. And I, it, it was kind of like literally like a death and rebirth. Like I just sort of was like, everything just fell apart and I just had nothing. And I was just sort of like, where do I go from here? And it was just, I had built this social media platform kind of 
you know, some of it was comedy, some of it, I went to beauty blogging because that was like a huge thing for a while. And I kind of got into body confidence and stuff, but you know, that, that world kind of, I think when the world went crazy during the pandemic, that whole thing just kind of went crazy too. And I kind of was really lost and didn't really know what to do. And I kind of just stumbled across some like, you know, coaches and people who were talking about this masculine feminine stuff. And I just kind of like dove into it. And I think also too, because the world had shut down, <laughs> I had a lot of time on my hands and I, you know, had left a, a career and I'd left a marriage and I was sort of like, all right, I might as well just start studying this stuff. And I didn't really have any intention of ever really talking about it online on social media, but um, it, it just, it just started happening. It was like, that's all I was talking about. And I had this, this platform of people and I was like, well, I don't want to just let go of everything. So maybe I'll you know, if I'm interested in it, maybe other people will be interested in it too. And it really just sort of took off from there. I mean, it was just like a weird, you know, one of those awesome. you wake up and you're like, oh, this is, this is what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. You were your authentic <laughs> self and everybody, you know, was into that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's your page. Perfect. Oh, yeah, there you totally go. There I am. So just give oh, her a follow uh, on Instagram at Sarah with an H, Blodgett, B-L-O-D-G-E-T-T. And uh, links in the description of the episode as well, guys. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Totally. Um, can I get your opinion? You know, like uh, on like TikTok and stuff, I'm always scrolling around on there and every woman is talking about their dark feminine energy. Yeah. Can you talk about that for a minute? Sure. Because, um, I, you know, there's like so much like Shelby and I are always talking about uh, feminine and masculine energy as well. And I, I was telling her something that I totally want to talk to you about, uh, yeah. either on camera or off camera, just out of curiosity, but I would love to hear your thoughts on the dark feminine energy and what exactly what that, that is. is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's, that's pretty much every woman I've dated. There is a difference between dark feminine energy and like people's like triggers and traumas and stuff like that. So there, there is a lot, there are a lot of women today who are in very wounded feminine energy. So they're very, um, I consider like wounded feminine energy, uh, wounded masculine energy, sorry. Wounded masculine energy is a little bit more, um, it's, it's like abusive, controlling. It's, it's what, it's what people I think originally meant when they first started talking about toxic masculinity. And I, I, I don't use that term because I know people get triggered by that term, but it's kind of like when masculine energy goes wrong and that can happen in men or women. And there's a lot of women today that, that have that, you know, like that are in very wounded masculine. That's different than the dark feminine. The dark yeah. feminine is actually, cause I think in our, in our society, we have this kind of idea of feminine energy as being like very like light and pretty and it's like pink and bows and you know it's it's sort of that wide-eyed innocent you know disney princess kind of thing and that's that's all great like that stuff is all wonderful but it's not all that feminine energy is there's like a dark a darkness to it as well i mean if you witchcraft well i mean <laughs> probably no. i mean i mean it's i mean in a in a positive sense it, it can be um, it's it's really more of again when we talk about like nature and the feminine and stuff. I I describe it as like the feminine is is like the ocean, right? If you think about the ocean, it can be very calm and serene and like soothing and relaxing, and it's sort of very soft and movable and flowing. And like on a hot day, it's like it can be you know so enjoyable. Mm. But like when the winds pick up. <laughs> Or when someone tries to, when like a, 
I just I just did a Titanic breakdown because it was massively requested and stuff where it's like you get <laughs> ocean gets penetrated and doesn't want to be penetrated or, you know, yeah. something comes in and then the storm starts brewing like the ocean can kill you. I mean, the ocean will be like the the dark waves and will come in and really what the what the dark feminine is kind of intended for is, you know, as a, as a feminine woman, right? Because mass, uh, I haven't mentioned sexual polarity, but with sexual polarity, the masculine and the feminine attract sexually. So if you have like two people in their masculine energy, they're going to repel. If you have two people in their feminine energy, they're going to repel sexually. They can be friends. They can have a great, you know, friendship. They can even have a lot of love together, but they're not going to be actually like sexually attracted to each other. And for a feminine woman to be sexually attracted to a masculine man, she's going to need to be attracted to his true masculine energy. Like not like his ego, not his little boy. She's going right. to want like his true, deep, like trustable, like masculine energy. And because we're all human, right? None of us actually stay in our like our grounded truth all the time. When when a man shifts out of that, <laughs> as a woman, you're gonna be like, no, 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna let you shift out of that. Like I want my I want my masculine man back. Mm -hmm. And that's very often when I call it like the storm. It's like the feminine storm starts brewing and it's like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna yeah. call you back because she doesn't she doesn't like when the when the masculine leaves her or like isn't in integrity. I mean, that's when the the darkness comes in. And I think for a lot of women, you know, it's we're kind of taught, although I think it's a little bit different now because I think women are taught to be much more masculine. But when women are taught to be more feminine, it's like, oh, be the good girl, like be the good girl, like, you know, sit with your, you know, your legs crossed and, you know, quiet and, you know, don't don't. Uh, speak up for yourself. Don't you know? Speak out of turn or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Final. Well, <laughs> no, I'm but the dark, which you know, I mean, hey, there's a time and place for that for sure. But like the dark feminine is like, uh, you know, she's really the wild woman. She's the woman that has you know anger. And in reality, the dark feminine is the feminine that births life. I mean, she's literally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> birth yeah. is not is not all like pretty and and nice and you know. Definitely not facts. <laughs> it's messy and it's wild and it's chaotic. And I mean, that's a big aspect of, of the feminine as well. And I do think that we suppress that in our society because a lot of people fear it. I think a lot of women fear it within themselves. And I yeah. think a lot, I think a lot of men fear it as well because it's pretty, pretty powerful. But in the end of the day, I mean, I would make the argument. I know a lot of men like to argue with me. That it's not true, but I think a lot of men actually crave it. Like they, they say they don't like it. They fear it. They're like, no, I don't, I don't like it when women get too crazy. But at the end of the day, if they don't get some of that. They like a little oh, crazy. Yeah. They like a little they, crazy. They, 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 they like a little bit of it. It was like the crazy hot ratio. Like, yeah. I, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 They but it's like, crazy. well, it's like as, as the feminine, we have so many different flavors, you know, we're just, we're just like all over the place as far as you know, within all of us as women, as part of our feminine energy, we have what I, what I call archetypes. And that's, you know, Carl Jung talked about that with the different archetypes within us. You know, we, we all have like that sort of innocent maiden. It's like the Disney princess. We all have that like nurturing mother. We all have that, you know, the powerful huntress, the wild woman, the wise woman, the, the elegant queen. Like we all have all those energies within us. I think a lot of us just have not learned to tap into all of them. But one of the aspects to that is, when you have a masculine partner, 
masculine men are going to want all those flavors. Now they may actually be more attracted to certain ones than others. You know, some men might like choose a woman because she's got a very like warm, nurturing energy, but like if she can't also tap into like her, like real, like sexual lover energy, he's going to start looking for that somewhere else. You know what I mean? And I think it goes with anything, right? Like if you have a masculine partner who picks a woman because she's very soft and sweet and quiet, and she never actually brings forth that like powerful voice, that powerhouse in her or like ever express her anger or something, he's going to start to notice women who can tap into that anger. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where as a woman tapping into your, like all the different aspects of your feminine energy and not feeling like it has to fit into this one little box, you tap into all of it. I mean, you're, you're doing it for yourself, obviously, because it's going to feel much better for you to not be suppressing certain aspects of yourself. But if you're in a relationship or you want to be in a potential relationship, it's actually really beneficial for your partner as well. Because it's like, when you can show up and you can bring to your masculine partner, whatever energy the moment calls for, I mean, you're going to have a much stronger relationship in the long run. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. It's messy. It's messy. It's messy, but necessary is basically what you're well, saying. Well, the, well, the feminine's not, not like, <laughs> we, a, tub, like this... a tub birth. It's just, it needed to happen, but it's very messy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the feminine is messy. I mean, we have this idea. I mean, it's really, the, and again, I'm saying we've gotten so far away from that in our society today, where we think of like women as being the, the structured planners. And that's actually mostly like those kind of like, um, like what do they, they call them? Helicopter moms or like that kind yeah. of like over obsessive, like yeah. controlling mothers. And that's actually really more of a masculine energy. It's really the masculine. That's kind of like the structure the organization, you know, the cleanliness, that kind of thing. Whereas you get like the feminine is really wild and chaotic. And again, she's like nature. I mean, it, she's not going to be all pretty and perfect all the time. Right on. Right yes. on. That makes sense. I, I mean, of course. Somebody, hold on. Hold on. Is somebody mowing their lawn? I was going to say. Yes, you got, you got I'm sorry. It's my landlord, Chucky. We, uh, Chucky? I, let me just mention Chucky for one moment. Because he needs his moment to shine here. He's he's the youngest of 18 children. Whoa. And all to the same mother. So her, uh, his parents were definitely in their masculine feminine energies. <laughs> and, they, and he's, yeah, the youngest of 18. And he's was born in the house I actually live in, uh, which Whoa. is just like across the driveway. Uh, this is Unjected Grandma's house. This is where the podcast okay. studio is. In her bedroom. And actually, this is just like uh, Instagram versus reality. Like on this half of the room is just like a regular bedroom. So I know, you know? my I, this is my room too. Like there's there's uh, my bed right there and my laundry baskets right there and like yeah, my, I love my, it. my guitars I love it. right we here. All know Zach's setup. And yeah, so yeah. Chucky felt That's like my, this yeah. is a great time to mow. I mean, he doesn't know that we're having this. this Good Catholic right boy, now. probably eighteen children. Oh no, yeah. he's a uh, he's Portuguese. Yeah, he's okay. A, like, it's a Hawaiian, yeah, Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, he's a Portuguese. 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 Why does that sound like something you'd hear on The Sopranos? It's like a fucking Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. It's kind of, yeah. kind of like that, yeah. Kind, kind of, but it's more like you fucker, like, like you it's, fuck. it's, it's yeah, like uh, it's Italian, yeah. more uh, pigeon. It's, yeah, it's like a Hawaiian, yeah. Hawaiian version, I guess, of Italian. Kind of oh. is, it a ride, is it a riding way? mower or a push mower? Oh, it's, it's definitely a, it's a riding, a riding mower. It's, There's uh, no way he's out yeah. there pushing. That it's a way. lot of grass, and unfortunately, Chucky had the um, the J and J. Ah, oh yeah, they, yeah. They tricked him into it. And oh, he, poor Chucky. 
He hasn't oh, been no. the same since. Yeah. Oh my God, really? That's so frustrating. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh my started? God. What happened? <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not as you know surprised he was. But he's he's also you know he's he's also old. So yeah, before yeah. he had the Jan J, he was using a push mower, and now he's got to get on the yeah. Water. Now, he's gotta <laughs> go, now he's got to go riding mower. Yeah. That's right. a side effect. Yeah, it's probably good for like. <laughs> exactly like john deere man they're probably behind this whole thing because they could sell the push mowers instead that's wild uh well what do you guys say you want to open up the phone lines take some yes. calls sarah are you down to answer some questions from the audience Definitely. Definitely. okay so you guys i'm gonna put the number out here so the number is hold on it is as if i have it memorized it's one eight three 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 unject extension 888 that's 833-386-5328 Call that in. Call that number. Get on the line. Uh, jabbing me softly. I had a, a chatted with her earlier. Yay! She Good said she was going to call as soon as the phone lines open. So I'm waiting. We're waiting. Okay, great. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Going to answer any one of them that says yeah. your area. I know so where it's eight three 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 eight six five three two eight extension eight eight eight. And I'm also going to put the link to join via Streamyard in the chat on Rockfin. So if you're watching anywhere else, if you're on Twitter. Uh, watching this it's rockfin.com forward slash unjected hop over there and you will see the link to join the show kevin yes. i see kevin in the chat kevin if you want to hop on dude feel free you know what's uh, weird you know what's weird i just realized so you know how they say that the poles are switching they're inverting yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like you know what it is? it's like masculine and feminine feminine energy in the two sexes are also inverting with the poles whoa that's true whoa. the earth is in a big shift right that's now. that's some good gravy right there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. makes sense yeah, it put really a wormhole does. in your fucking spirit right now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, dude. Sarah, before, uh, while we're waiting for someone to call, so Heather and I were chatting about this before we came on, and kind of how maybe the creation of Injected was kind of a yeah. masculine thing to do in the sense that it's so outspoken and, uh, you know, non-conventional, and a lot of people had something to say about it, and kind of uh we're curious do you think that that you know that this creation does it feel more masculine or more feminine are heather I, and shelby grossly <laughs> masculine are they shelby? dudes yeah, yeah, we well, grossly masculine. well watching... the reason we say i'll go deeper yeah mm -hmm. i'll go deeper because i you know my husband has said that he thinks that i'm a different person you yeah. know since the pandemic you know he's like mm -hmm. you're not the person that i married because i, I didn't realize you were so outspoken basically you know we've had this conversation many times and you know if he were to listen to this podcast he would agree with me in this moment so i'm not shit talking right now guys but uh it's you know that's something that we've really talked about he's like i think that you're different because of because of injected and what you've done and you know he has not been my supporter in that and i i think maybe if we're diving deeper into it maybe it's because of that you feminine, feminine and masculine energy shift mm -hmm. you know maybe i maybe I was tapped into a different energy when we got together than I am now. I don't know. Well, I was watching uh, like one of your uh, like little reels or one of your uh, talks about like women uh, in there, like feminine. And then, you know, the fact that like we're business owners and here we are creating this, you know, this whole, this whole thing, um, which means that we've had to tap into our masculine energy and like putting forth all of this masculine uh, energy and uh you were talking about uh women uh, i wish i could pull it up right now like how uh 
I'm losing my train of thought. How uh, we're in our feminine. very feminine, by the way. It's feminine. <laughs> Your train of thought is very feminine. For me, it's very for much me, like slow. For me, as like a, a single woman, here I am very much in my masculine, right? I'm a I'm a single mother. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, doing everything by myself. I don't have a partner to help me on uh, any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're creating this business. We're doing all of this stuff. So for me, in order to attract a masculine man, how do I do that? Like, how do I shift my, yeah. my energy when I'm not like, you know, being a how can you how can you be both how can you be both and attract the right man right because i don't want to go and attract a feminine man like that's not what i'm looking for i want a man that's like i want a you know rip from yellowstone come find me hi (laughs) if he's not the epitome of masculinity i don't know yeah i know i don't even know how his wife in real life like lets him come home without her being like i need you to be ripped tonight (laughs) (laughs) don't bother changing when you come don't bother changing when you come home keep that hat on so i mean well there's a there's a lot of different different angles to take for one thing is you know with really anything in life but if we're talking about like business and running a business like with most things like i said we all contain both energy so we can all tap into you know either energy and in reality for most of us in life, you tap into the energy that's needed in the moment, right? So, yeah. you know, especially like when you're a mom, like, you know, with your kids, sometimes your kids need you to be more masculine or sometimes your kids need you to be more feminine. And and that goes with like, I mean, even if you're, you know, a, a two-parent household, you know, sometimes you just have to be in the energy that your kids need or sometimes you have to be in the energy your business needs. In reality, most most businesses, you know, are they have a masculine aspect to them and they have a feminine aspect to them. So like the structure of the business, like the planning, the organizing, that kind of stuff is more of your masculine energy. Whereas like feeling into things when you use your intuition, when you're actually um, in your creativity and things like that, that's when you're really tapped more into your feminine. And well, that's needed. So this is all feminine. Oh, yeah. Because we, we do no structure. No structure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, no idea well, I, I would also say too that, um, I mean, there's a variation, right? The masculine is really about purpose. Like the uh, masculine um, needs a purpose in order to like, his purpose will always be the top priority. Whereas for the feminine community and connection, family, like that will always be the top priority. So it's okay for like anyone to have a purpose. It's just when you're in your masculine, your purpose tends to be first. Whereas when you're in your feminine, your, your family and community is probably going to be first. Obviously, if you're in your masculine, you're, you know, you have a family, you're not going to want to just completely reject your family either, but your purpose is going to be first. I do notice that if you do, if you are in a relationship with, with a, a man and you as the woman have connected to your purpose a little bit more than him, yeah. it can throw off the polarity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to say not to say that you shouldn't have a strong purpose or anything, but that that can that can affect it. So it's not necessarily that you're too masculine, so to speak. It's just that if he hasn't fully stepped into his true purpose, but you have, that can throw it off. I would I would say yeah. though that like with like particularly with with I know I've talked to Shelby a couple times and I've talked to Shelby and Heather before. There's an aspect to what you're doing that like, yes, obviously there's a masculine purpose there, but there's also something we, and actually Zach referred to the idea of witches and stuff. There is something that in a lot of women that we talk about historically is the witch wound. And it's this idea that for centuries, 
women were burned as witches and we were burned as witches when we, <laughs> a lot of them were medicine women. We were women who were midwives, right, women yeah. who were really doing things that were very unconventional, right. speaking out, you know, speaking your truth, sort of that, the wild woman archetype, which I would very much say that this whole brand really embodies a lot of is that like the wild woman, like you're like, you saw something going on and you were Thank like, you. I've been pushing very hard for that. I think I embody the wild woman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very much like a, a you know, a, an idea that, I mean, the masculine obviously speaks up for, you know, injustices and speaks his truth as well. I mean, that's an aspect to it too. But I mean, I definitely think with like Shelby and Heather, I always felt for the two of you that this was more of a, it, it was it was a wild woman crusade, Aww. really. I mean, it was like I that that idea. Of, like, I, I love that. that. Yeah, I mean, you keep kind of getting shut down. I mean, I feel like sometimes like <laughs> if you guys will message me, I'd be like, "Am I not following you? How's it happening?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's good to again, see you again. But, I mean, there right. is something to that. It's you can, like, you can like call the, this a masculine purpose, but I, I like think the, that there's a lot of of that the, sort of. Um, wild woman in you that's that's causing yeah. you to do this so yeah the, Thel yeah. the thelma what's yeah. the movie thelma and louise thelma yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah keep going yeah. thelma yeah. yeah we are like we are ride or die all the way that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Didn't they didn't they drive off a cliff? Yes, we are pretty much. Yeah, we're going all the way. And that's yeah. just that, uh, by the way, that's not know. they didn't want to commit suicide. They you were just know. poor drivers. And I can yeah. listen. <laughs> yes. Uh, man. Do, right? So in the chat, Chris says, Well, Shelby does have a pimp vibe tonight with that super fresh coat. Right? So, Isn't it great? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks yes. so Chris. much. I super never think. I'm, I was trying With to snap glasses, into my feminine, yes, but it would be kind of masculine if I'm a pimp. Yep, I mean, yep. look at that. This whole oh, vibe dude. right here. All day. All day. This is the real me, you guys. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you guys, the phone Where lines are, are open. The phone yeah, lines are open. It's call. You guys, if you're just listening, and it's scrolling across the bottom if you're watching or whatever, but it's 1 386 5328, extension 888. We're looking forward to hearing from you. If or, you're question, if you're questioning your masculinity, yes, it'd be a great time to call, yes, and yeah. ask. But yes. don't ask Sarah. Ask me, because I, yes. I'll Zach have to. You're not. You know what, Zach? Can we can we giggle with you for a moment? Zach, I don't even know. Straight. Are we gonna giggle with him? Yeah, we're gonna do it. Okay. Can we tell you? <laughs> do it. Okay. So we've had, I think, three or four boomers. And Hi, mom and dad. If you're watching, uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Pyle, we love you. Um, and maybe some others. We all love you. But we've got some elders set in the 70 range mm -hmm. who are offended, offended by your word. By you. Pussy. Oh, oh. <laughs> and and we've been told they said, um, it just doesn't make your show classy. It's just not classy. And I said, well, we're not going for classy. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not worried not about class. Well, here's the thing. You know, listen. There's there's always uh, there's certainly room to always massage the language. I'm never against massaging my vocabulary. I believe that it's that word? listen. Well, listen. You know, I, I listen. we're just giving you a hard time. I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, the, 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 here, here's the thing. I can say pussy. I can say vaginal landscape. I can say. You, you can know, say lots yoni. of things, but uh, so, it is fun when my mom calls me to talk about you, and she's like, <laughs> you know, I just didn't really like it when he was talking about eating someone's ass last week. 
<laughs> so it's, I got they said is that he asked if somebody was that, that a guest loved? on the show or does is he a host on the show? <laughs> hey, hey, he's a regular man. I Come said here. he's a regular. Did, we did love you, him. Let me ask, did your mom watch the we introduction? Stood up for you. Did your mom watch the introduction where it says parental or a viewer uh, discretion you know, is advised? Yeah, of yeah. course. But of course, <laughs> no, you know, listen, parents and, being parents. And by the way, that I wouldn't expect anything less. That that's actually like right. it would be weird if like my grandfather called me, he's like, Yeah, yeah, I was eating pussy, and I'll be like, Whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd be like, easy. Easy, grandpa. Easy. Yeah. The yeah. hell are you doing? You're talking about pussy to me. What are you yeah. doing? Oh, it's 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 important. It's it, by the way, I think that the generational differences in, in what's acceptable language is important because yeah. having a lot of people think that this the, the the differentiations of acceptable behavior and language throughout generations is a bad thing. Um, Scott's dead. Um, <laughs> and but I don't think it's bad because I don't I don't think conflict is always such a bad thing, because what conflict does is allow people to discuss things. If you have an argument with somebody, you're probably more apt to fucking talk about that thing with them than you would be if you agreed on everything. That's everybody true. is That's not true. always yeah. they, you're not always inclined to, to speak to somebody about something or connect with somebody. But if you disagree with something, you're probably more apt to because you're probably more emotionally attached to it. And so at the very least, you have a conversation. And so I, I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, I believe me, I, I, my grandparents and my my parents don't really like my choices of words describing <laughs> circumstances either. But it, it is it's it's a I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have those slivers of conflict obviously if conflict gets out of hand then it's a problem but right there's a difference right but if you have those slivers of conflict that you can talk about um you know I, that sparks conversation yes. conversation sparks relationship and intrigue and so it's it's not always a bad thing i don't think um a lot of people a lot of young people a lot of people my age they go oh because i'm 26 so i'm gen z or i don't even know what i am but it it's it's not a bad thing that old people have different opinions than you or think that you shouldn't say that or this, or it's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, totally. Talk to them about it. It's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, or, totally. or you could just yeah. discredit them and just discredit them and be like, look, do you still really think we went to the moon? Like, do you think we yeah. went to the moon? Like, do you yeah. Yeah. because, well, because, well, because well, they will hold on, they will hold on, they will hold on to that one. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> no, it's, and, and it's it, like, it, it creates really? a, a connection between generations, like yeah. the young and the elderly. Or you can commit hate crimes against the elderly. There's a lot of things you can do. There's so many things you can do. And it's important to just explore all options. Intergenerational um, interaction is important. Yes. I like that. Man, I'm surprised. Like, you guys are just chilling. I guess it's Friday night. Everyone's out having a good time, right? But, uh, you know, you have a great time here on the Injected Show. Uh, yeah, come on yeah let's see chris Seriously. says vaginal landscape might be better reference for people from the 70s yes that is some serious <laughs> landscaping yes that is like serious landscape who is riding mower or push mower no. <laughs> hey chris what are you doing you need to call on the show chris, man yeah are you Hop gonna on. call us 833-386-5328 extension 888 calling you out uh, yeah, calling you out. Yeah, Chris, but don't be a vaginal landscape. Call <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. I think that should be the new thing. Vaginal yeah. landscape. Uh, look at all these vaginal landscapes out there. This is unbelievable, <laughs> dude. Surrounded by it. Surrounded by it. 
it's not as not as bad in Tennessee as it was in Oregon. Oregon is one big vaginal landscape there, man. Sarah, yeah. Sarah what landscape do you live in? Like, what part of the country? But like, I was like, are we having a conversation about? Like, is this like a waxing conversation? <laughs> hey, I did. I did give myself a Brazilian today, about. so. You mean what? You mean like where in the country am I from? Is that? What yeah, yeah. I'm from Boston. Boston. Oh, okay, that's right. Right on East Coast. Boston, very nice. How how's that been for you? Up? Yeah. How's Boston been these days? I hear it's pretty bad there for a while. Mm. It's well, it's always. Well, <laughs> I guess I guess my my characterization of good or bad is like you know the whole COVID nonsense. Like, is it still just excruciating, or is it kind of? I don't Come know. I don't normal. Really care anymore. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I let I let a lot of other people worry about that. The, the young have, people with their social lives, I let them worry about that stuff. Okay. I have okay. a question. Okay. Do you think? Okay. This is my. This might sound rude for some people. <laughs> Do you think that those who decided to get the shot over coercion? Like, oh, I have to. Oh, I know where you're going. You know, this. even the most masculine men that we knew, like I've, I've, like you know, that went out and did that. Uh -huh. Oh, you know, I told government told me to or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and they they embodied so much masculine until that moment, at least in my eyes. Do you think that that was like a sh you know a shift? Did you did you notice that as well? You know that. They were giving up that masculine or maybe they weren't like, masculine to begin with and even the same with i guess you know females, females. as well um you know that wild energy woman to say i don't want to do this and why are you going to force me to do this so many so many didn't do you think that that had to do with like the societal energy well i mean i think we've we've been really like building up to this for a long time yeah. you know what yeah, i mean like totally. it's not it's not like it just sort of happened overnight i mean i think they've been kind of training us to comply and training yeah. us to and in reality i mean we've really been you know and we've really been like emasculating men in general for a long time so you know it's the fact that that a lot of them are like well okay like the fact that a lot of them are just sort of like oh well i guess i have to take it i mean it, it's almost it's almost like cliche now that i mean you see it in sitcoms and movies and everything that men are kind of just like giving into you know, aggressive wives and things like that. I think at a certain point, men are just like, oh, somebody else telling me what to do. Okay. Which is really not embodying their masculine energy. But I think it was, it was building that way. I think if you actually had men who were embodying their true masculine energy and were leaders and stepping up, I mean, they, they, I mean, some, some may have taken the shot because some may have actually believed that it was the right thing to do and, you know, right. their decision. But you know, I think a lot more people would have fought back because they wouldn't have just blindly complied. Now with, with women, it's a little bit different because in general, for most women, like we have a really deep need to be a part of the community to, to fit in. So it's often much more difficult for women to go against the grain to step aside. Like that wild woman is very suppressed in most, most women because we don't want to be rejected from the community. So right, right, right. It's, much, it's much more common for women to kind of, I mean, I think you're, you're seeing that too now with the reason why so many women are excelling so much in more traditionally masculine areas and why women are doing so well in, in schools. I mean, they're outnumbering men in colleges and things like that is because as women, we're more adaptable. So if you kind of 
tell us we have to be more masculine, we're going to kind of adjust to that. Not necessarily saying that we're great at that. And I think we're seeing a lot of long-term damage in, especially in women. Like I think it's affecting women even health wise, mm -hmm. but we, we are more inclined to adapt to our environment because it's, it's more of a survival for us. For women, we don't really perceive as much as we kind of have this message that, oh, we don't need a man. We don't need anybody. We can do everything on our own. In reality as women deep down, we kind of know that we need a community we need it. Yeah. around us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that take. Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, well, I uh, suppose I guess yeah. it, it is a it is a sort of, uh, a, a, you know, people venerate men who go against the grain. They very they, they very much do, um, you know, and, and we also do with women as well. We do it throughout history, but it is there's something about uh, I think you're right. Uh, you know, there's there's something more respectable in the sense of of traditional uh, retrospect and the perspective of how people view women throughout history. Um, somebody is a woman who really is an aid in her community and really brings out the best in, in people. And then the, the masculine is oftentimes the renegade, the, the renegade who stands up against something that would have been leading the community down a bad path. Right. So it's, it's, an, it's, it's more of like a, the woman is aiding the community down the right path while the man is standing up against the people trying to bring the community down a bad path. Polarity right there. I mean, that's like the masculine feminine working together to make things better. You mm -hmm. know, when you have, when you have, when you have two, like a healthy masculine and healthy feminine, I mean, I hear, I hear the arguments all the time, like, Oh, or men are more important or better than women and women are, Oh no, women are like, Oh no, we could do anything without men and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, we're, we're made to work together. Like we're no. not made to yeah. just be like, Oh, men are going to go their own way. And we're like, I don't need a man. And it's like, well, we're not really made to do that. Like we're meant to work together as a team. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It gets really dark and evil guys, but actually we have uh, a video caller joining us. You guys want to bring oh, him in? Yes. Yeah. So we have Kevin, Kevin, let's see if Kevin, you there? If, if he's not there, we're uh, getting a call at the same time. So we can answer this call. call. Hey, yeah, take the call because Kevin okay. must be. Yeah, be able to take the call. All right. Thanks for calling the Injected Show. Who do we have on tonight? Hi, my name's Judy. I'm on Maui, but I'm watching the show. Hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. How are you? Great. So I pause this? Oh, yeah, yeah, why did you yeah, yeah turn off turn the off show. the show in the background? Yes, definitely turn off the show in the background. Yeah. Way but cool. but hey Judy, Hi. this is fantastic. Hi. Well I'm do, do you guys all know each other or we do oh, okay, okay, perfect, perfect. We met Judy at a freedom rally here on yes. Maui. Yes, she's a total nice. freedom I'm, fighter. I'm, she... I'm a big fan of the show. I haven't missed an episode yet. Ooh, and um my own quick little family story that my children in Berkeley, the parents of my grandchildren, decided that they believed the other science pages, and they all got the shots. And, of course, I did not because I know better. And we're, we're staying connected, but it's really hard, and I've not been allowed to go visit my grandchildren in three years, wow. hoping to in April. Wow. So I'm just one of those sex um statistics but i'm hoping they're gonna start to realize and i understand they're all homesick with covid now after i don't know how many shots they had imagine that so imagine anyways that. i think it's in that isn't that something and of course i can't 
call and be a snot about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, we love you, Judy. And, and I thank you I for calling you and telling your story finally. I know that Heather and I already knew your story, and I'm glad that you're sharing it here because so many people have, you know, unfortunately a similar story, and so many people have been yeah. ostracized from their families for no reason because you're such a beautiful, wonderful grandmother. And so, uh, you know, for me to know you personally, that's just shocking. You know, it, it truly is. And so for anybody else who has a similar story, it's it's not you. It's it's them. It's kind of that breakup line. Yeah. These are kids that know better, that are holistic. They had home birth. So I don't get it. Um, anyways, and I'm happy to hear Heather speaking up more. I wish I could see you right now. Did <laughs> oh, I miss you? Uh, no, the show's live right now on Rockfin. We're going. Well, no. she shut off her computer, so she. Oh, talk to oh, us. I see, I see, I see. Well, you can catch the replay, or you can rewind a few minutes and watch the whole phone call again. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I just would like to just share feedback with dear Zach. I love all of you. I thought I think you're brilliant and fascinating, Zach. I know you're a comedian, but I just want to say that we're all, I believe, looking for sacred love. This is a very sacred. Uh, huge things that you guys are doing and those of us that have said no to being scientized but you know honey we're not just looking for pussy we're looking for true <laughs> love and I would personally like you to stop from that perspective um, I know you think it's funny and I imagine that it appeals to a different demographic than a baby boomer but I don't think that it up-levels your show in any way. And I really would love you to, to care seriously about that. There's a lot of us that really would like to find the right partner. And we're counting on this beautiful endeavor to be able to find our right people. Okay. Yeah. So, well, listen, Judy, I, I, Judy. Yeah, of course. Listen, Judy, uh, I agree with you. I think the overwhelming majority of people who are interacting with us and, and going on the website and, building profiles and, and interacting are certainly looking for love. I'm a proponent of love. Listen, I, I, I live with my girlfriend. I very much love her. I don't, I, you know, I'm not somebody who is, is a proponent of sleeping around or, or doing any of that. I do have a, you know, I, 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 like I said before, I have, I suppose an explicit arsenal of language. Um, you know, what I would, what I would encourage people to do who, who may be listening, who think that, um, you know, my uh, expressions on the show are are counter uh, intuitive to the injected messages, uh, not necessarily listen to the to the, the the words themselves, but listen to the overarching message. Now, does that mean I don't I you know, there's 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 wiggle room for improvement, Judy, for everybody. I completely understand your point. And, um, you know, listen, I think you and I have a lot more in common than than. Uh, you and I think, and I bet if we sat down and had a coffee, you know, I, I bet, I bet I, I listen, Judy, I bet I maybe could, maybe Miss Judy could do a crystal, uh, like chakra alignment for you. Yeah. Maybe, that's listen, cool. maybe that's all I'm missing. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just a little misaligned and I need a little, little, uh, Judy magic. You need to open but, your heart chakra. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah. say, honey, 
a sacral chakra. Well, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, when we when we were putting the show together, I like I specifically wanted to bring Zach on for his uh, sense of humor. And so we love it. We I, love it. it, it, it we, I love both of you. Yep, yep, I love we, you, Judy, and I love you, Zach, too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, Judy, Judy, I just. I, yeah, Judy, I just want to tell you real quick that, like, you know, uh, it's so hard being estranged and pulled apart from family in this regard over this topic. You know, I went through a very similar thing as well. Different dynamic, but same, you know, estranged from family. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're seeing just within yourself, like, you know, the the rewards of just being sticking to your principles and being strong through all this, because this too shall pass. And you will be, you know, you'll, you'll know that you, you will always know that you stood firm in your principles. And that's something I always rely on, too, because I lost a lot over it but i'll tell you what i don't regret it for a second and and i can't even i try to even put myself i put myself in the other situation yeah had i had i caved in or had i even used a fake vax card and telling them to go screw themselves right no yeah. i stood firm in the ground the whole time and i've been very now now i can just stand with my head high and be like nope sorry and it's made me stronger i guarantee it made you stronger it's made all of us stronger walking through this mm -hmm. fire and on the other side and so it's just like you know it's very commendable and it's hard but it's like, you know, at least, you know, we, we have that to, you know, within us now moving forward. So just great job, you know? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We all have to stay in our principles and, um, you know, the rest of the world will come to understand. But meanwhile, you guys just keep up the great work. You're doing something so important and find me a fabulous mix. Yeah. I, I, Judy, 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 I'm a, I assume you're on the website, right? Yeah, she is. Okay. What's your, uh, what's, what's. So, uh, so I guess well, my friend, my friend suggested I be sexy tutu. I was gonna say, sexy, I knew no, it was tutu. Tutu. sexy tutu. <laughs> sexy tutu. Okay. okay, there you go. So, you guys go find her, just do a do a do a search on um in the Maui area for free. I've noticed, like, I don't know if the, the username function it's working that, again, it's working it is working again. again. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Sexy tutu is that T U T U, <laughs> like sexy T U T U, uh, yeah, correct? Okay, you guys, Happy gentlemen. Correct. Eligible bachelors on the on the is that the Big Island? I don't know. Maybe it's not. No Maui. No, no. Is is that that's not the Big Island? I don't. Know. I'm such a Howie. No. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you do some hey, the word Howie. Howie. I know. I know. I know. So, yeah, right. and Judy. 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 Thanks so much, Judy. Thanks, Judy. Judy, Bye, just, Judy. Judy, just so you know, you I'm I'm. Sh a hundred percent confident that you'll find a man who doesn't have the foul language that I do. Okay. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> love, love you, Judy. You. Back in. All right. All right, we got our next call, you guys. All right, we got another caller. We're jumping Damn. on in. All right, thanks for calling the Injected Show. Who do we have on tonight? Hey, this is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. What's going on? Hey, Kevin, I saw you hey, popping hey, in. I saw, hey, dude, I saw you popping in on the on the video chat. I just don't know what the, the issues were, but uh, glad you yeah, were able to make it through. I think it was, I think it's, yeah, it was my internet for some reason. It, every time I would pop in, it, the, the 4G would just die just instantly, and then it would, it would pop back in on and off intermittently so i just figured i'd give up and i just tried the uh the regular old uh perfect okay line right on man so uh <laughs> so this is very cool so kevin you know him and I, I have, have no idea <clears throat> go ahead dude sorry, sorry go ahead no go ahead you have no idea about what i was gonna say i have no idea i have no idea where where, where i left off is where you guys were talking about um uh, vaginal you know, landscape kind of how do you feel about no, no no i got a little beyond that okay. uh, as far as my uh landscape i guess i'm south texas in okay. case anyone's interested. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, but I did. I, I did live in Oahu for uh, close to four years. Are you in the military? Yeah, I was stationed out in uh, Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii, for yeah. like I said, about four years. 
Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was a pretty area out there. Uh, so, uh, I'm dark enough where a lot of the Hawaiians used to think I was Hawaiian, so they would actually speak pigeon to me all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I yeah. figured that was kind of funny. I know you met. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've ever actually been mistaken for what I am, which is Mexican. I usually get mistaken for like Indian mm-hmm. or like, uh, thank you, from again. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, or, uh, or, um, uh, yeah, just funny story. Many years ago, I was working uh, construction in downtown Chicago, and I walked. We used to start really early in the morning, and I uh, I got to the Dunkin' Donuts at like two, three in the morning. They were open down there, yeah. and I'm sitting there in the morning, a coffee and a donut. And the lady starts talking to me. I was like, "Man, it's pretty early in the morning. I don't know what this lady's saying to me." And she repeats herself again. I was like, "You know what, ma'am? I'm really sorry. I don't know what you're saying." And the other lady looks looks at her, starts laughing. She's like, "She thinks you're Indian." I was like, "Oh no, sorry, I'm not." Uh, embarrassing. How embarrassing. So, yeah. 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 Well, shoot. Well, so you guys know. So, Kevin, uh, I actually had him and I've been corresponding off the offline for a while. He's a big Second Amendment activist, uh, you know, advocate. He's down in Texas and they're doing a lot of like, Texas kind of like the front line for a lot of like, you know, firearm legislation happening right now. And uh, I had him on my show a few episodes yep. ago. If you guys go check it out oh, on the right. re- on, on rebunk.news. So Kevin came on and kind of just educated everybody about all these bill or the bill, mostly like the, the counter, the counters that are happening down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just like, so the bump stock yep. issue, the, uh, you know, all these things that are being pushed back on, which is great. So uh, it's, if, if you guys, it's rebunk.news or check out the rebunk news show. Uh, that I do just go back a few episodes. You'll see Kevin Perez episodes called come and take it with a big AR 15 with a, with a, with a buffer tube stock on it. So just check it out. Super masculine. Uh, no, yeah. That was a, that was a pistol tube. That was a pistol, pistol tube. tube, pistol tube. Excuse me. Excuse me. You, excuse you, me. You're trying to get me rated by the ATF. Scott? No, yeah, 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 yeah. no, my bad. My bad. No, no, no. We don't do, we don't do pistol braces anymore. We don't do, uh, I would never, dream of possessing anything like that ever again never. in my life never 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 that's so horrible so yes kev are totally you joking nsa we swear kev yeah. are you single no 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 i i that, that's why i've never really called in no i'm not single i've got a, a wife and uh okay. two kids <laughs> all right so yeah Ke- kevin kevin 10 acre, 10 acre farm yeah kevin crushes pretty hard you guys like he like like like, like this is this is like the, what the masculine he crushes, dude. Pussy? Crushes, crushes hard. Vaginal landscape. Just so you know, for everybody who's listening, I will. I will. I'm not. I'm not going to stop saying it, but I will say it with a much more drawn out. I'll say it as a I love question. It. I'm not going to say it with conviction. That's what I'll say. <laughs> without conviction. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There, pussy. With like a like a up, uptick. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody yeah. tells me to go north, I'm you like, gotta have the little. Yeah. Who's oh, yeah. at the end? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Kevin, uh, uh, what's new? What's new with you, man? Anything? No, no, no. Um, we've got a uh, a pretty big event coming up here in Texas. Uh, this is all gun related. Uh, called Lethal Weapons Texas. That's uh, nice. a big retro callback to like the 80s and 90s kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Action movie adventure stuff. So, but it's a big uh, gun thing that's coming on down here. Maybe and that I goes, can find comes my person there. Weeks, I think. 
Yeah. Maybe you can. I'll tell you what, though. The, the, this is the, the gun culture is a little odd. Uh, uh, you got, oh. got a lot of people that like to LARP and stuff like that. Yeah. They to dress up and stuff like that. But Autists. for the most part, it's, it's a good group of people. Yes. Autists. Yes. <laughs> well, here, actually, here's here's a very interesting like a question. Like that, it's a little here's here's Gun here's a really cosplay. interesting question because uh, masculinity and femininity in Western culture ha are very rooted in symbolism. So, where does uh, Sarah, as far as fire, like like uh, you know, weapons, or whether it's firearms or whether it's you know a switchblade or whatever, like how do those um, interact with uh, people's perception of masculinity? Uh, that you've found? Well, I think in general, like generally speaking, I mean, I, we do have a very, like, I would say like very surface superficial idea of what's masculine and what's feminine. So yeah. generally speaking, I mean, I think oftentimes you see like a guy holding a gun and it's just sort of like, well, he must be a masculine guy or something like that. When it's like, well, just holding the gun doesn't really make him masculine or make him not cleaning the gun responsibly <laughs> right well I mean, yeah i mean having a, having a safe gun and knowing how to use it and knowing how to use it properly and those kind of things like that would definitely be more embodying your masculine energy just some guy walking around wheeling a gun or something like that and you're like well <laughs> is he being responsible um, yeah, so I, don't, I don't necessarily think that, agree with you, Sarah. I, mm -hmm. I was gonna say 100% i agree with you even being in the the marine corps there's a lot of knuckleheads are in there and all, beyond that i used to also, i used to also be a uh, or law enforcement uh, in, in the Chicagoland area. Mm. And man, let me tell you something. I've never met a bigger group of knuckleheads than some of the people I went to the academy with and stuff like that. Wow. So, yeah, a gun does not make you uh, right. masculine in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. At least my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the same way that, like, you could put a, a, a girl in a pretty dress and with some bows, but she could still be very masculine in her energy you know what i mean like it's it's superficial stuff although i would say like in general like generally speaking as far as like energies go things like um technology uh you know weapons really anything sort of like man-made or created tends to embody more masculine energy whereas when you're actually talking about things found in nature like agriculture things like that that tends to embody more feminine energy when you're actually thinking about the actual things is that because mean, is that because men I've heard this and I, I don't know what's, if it's true. Men biologically are usually tilted to have more interest in things, whereas women have more interest in people. Yeah. Is that, I mean, that's part of it. It's also too, like in back in, you know, like ancient cultures, we were all kind of like primitive and stuff, you know, in general, men were the hunters and they were the protectors. So they were the ones that built the weapons that actually had to protect or the ones who had to actually find a way to, you know, kill the animal. That's how they, they got the food. Whereas women tended to be the ones who were in the garden. They were the ones who were kind of growing the seeds and, and things like that. So it kind of became, I mean, until agriculture came in and then they started adding like plows that were literally like penetrating the soil, which was more masculine, that kind of technology became more masculine. But generally speaking, and even one of the things that I've, I've read about, which was fascinating is that you know, way back in time when we didn't have like communication between cultures, cultures that were primarily agricultural that like lived off the land actually worshipped more of a goddess because they thought of a woman as being the the primary like deity that they prayed to mm -hmm. because it, a woman represented nature. Whereas more like hunting cultures, because they leaned more towards the masculine, they tended to look more to a, a male deity to look to gods and things like that because they 
that represented more of the masculine, more of the, the man. So actually the, the weapons and the technology tend to lean more towards masculine because it leans more towards a lot of masculine core needs, again, things, but also protection, provision, those kind of things were more masculine. Whereas with women, it tended to be more of like the nurturing and the, the creation and that kind of thing that tended to be more feminine. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Great. Now I feel like I'm transitioning now because I've got chickens and I'm looking to get some pigs and a cow and we, we were trying to grow our own garden. No way, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Kevin, did you have any questions for Sarah at all or anything? I have to pee. I'll be right back. Okay. I don't. Is, I, 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 honestly, I don't. I just figured I'd call just to cool. just support the show. Uh, like I said, I, I nothing to do with uh, uh, the, the app at all in any way, shape, or form because I well, married with uh, hey, kids and everything. Hey, we still have community. We're working on yeah. our third one. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, yeah, dude. That's, that's amazing. true. Uh, community blood, blood bank uh, resources. Like if you're looking for someone. Yeah, fertility services. You know what I mean? Or like just, uh, you know, the, like the message board. Yes. Like if you're looking to like hire anybody or just, yeah, get on the feed and drop some gravy, dude. You can talk yeah, about yeah. The, the gun show yeah, and all the stuff. Like, the gun show. We've got yeah. a lot of people in Texas and yep. uh, it's there a big community there. Hey, so. You got people down. Uh, all right, I'll get on the app then. I'll yeah. have to get well, on so the, the app. Well, so the app doesn't exist because yeah. we got deleted from big tech. So Sorry. just injected.com. Just injected.com. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, Kevin. Good to talking to you, brother. I'll take I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Peace. Bye. You know, that was, I think, did we, okay, when, in one of our early episodes, did I, I feel like we did this, but I can't really remember. It's kind of a, been a blur, but did I, was, right. did I, as a, as a, as a shtick in the show, did I like show the screenshots of like the women out in Oregon that I was, that was like matching with out there? Yeah, we did. I did do we that. Did. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I, I could have sworn on. I did. I could have sworn I did, you know, did. And, and so like, that's the big question right there. The geographical part, you know, yeah, that was a big yeah. part of my decision to move to Tennessee was like, I just feel, I feel like there was just nothing there. Like there were no prospects there of anybody that I had any interest in, you know what I mean? And just like, just being on a dating app out there, like, God, what a nightmare that was, you know what I mean? And so, wow. um, do you feel like since you've been in Tennessee, then that, that, uh, you've noticed like more. finding more women that you're attracted to, or like finding more people yeah, in general I mean, that you've been connected with. Yeah. Nothing's materialized out here. And I got, you know, when I first got here, I did get on like Bumble and I, well, I got banned off Tinder. Like go back to episode one to hear that story. But I was on, yeah, because I was too anti-vax. I wasn't a creeper or anything. I was way too anti-vax. Too was, but I was too unjected. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I was on Bumble for a minute. I was on, well, I don't even want to promote. I don't even want to, I I don't even want to talk them. Yeah. These, them. I was on these stupid other dating apps, the popular ones. Yeah. And uh, I'm not even going to name them, but, uh. I was like, you know, it's just, it was a nightmare, dude. It was just a nightmare again. Although I would, I will say like the, the ratio of like kind of more like the type of woman I'd be looking for, like a more conservative, maybe like, you know, woman that's in, We're like, a step closer like, that now. Has, that has like, like actually women riding a horse. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. I'm going to never it even wasn't imagine farmers that. only. Yeah. It wasn't farmers. <laughs> I did try farmers only. I did try farmers <laughs> only, but, but. But and that, then he that, found Unjected. Yeah, that website sucks. Well, I've been on Unjected forever, dude. I've been on Unjected since the app. Since like, <laughs> I know. You're an OG, OG, yeah, OG member. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I did go out with one gal back in the day. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was, I mean, it was all right. It didn't really materialize again either. But um, 
yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm holding out. I have noticed a big influx of people on injected in my area and yes. in the Tennessee Nashville area. I've sent a bunch of messages, lady, ladies, if you're listening, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like holler at your boy. A future, yeah. So you'll be able to know when somebody's read the message or not. Yeah. You know, okay. like how on other, you know, you can see their profile, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, the message is read. We're getting on that. Yeah. Okay, so cool. then you will know at least if you're. If getting, being rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Being I want to know if I'm getting rejected on injected. Or is there? Do they never. Get, never. Do, is there a way? Do they get notifications? Like when? Yeah. When, yeah. When yeah. So you get okay. email notifications. Email notifications. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, I, I just don't get any. I don't get any responses, dude. I don't know. I don't either. Not and yet. I, I created it. So. I know. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think. I think. You know, like I am. Stock photo. I have a full. I have full confidence that we just keep pushing because it's just gonna yeah, keep, keep growing. Keep chugging. Just keep going, man. Like this is, yeah. this is what the show. You know, part of a reason for the show here is just create a excitement around it you know exactly. like it's an exciting yeah. thing you know and you know the geographical thing is real this. i mean i know i yeah. find that like where i mean i'm in i'm in one of the most liberal areas yeah. of the entire planet i mean we have like yeah. harvard and martha's vineyard here so we're like oh. we get the corruption oh, yeah. like when it starts and when it ends like it's literally yeah. like start to finish but I, I i thought it was interesting i did one of the other dating apps like a while ago just for a short time just because i got pressured yeah. into it black people meet. I, I was very like <laughs> What was that? Uh, I, I just was wondering if you went on Black People Meet. <laughs> no, but I, hey, I, mean, <laughs> I probably could. shouldn't say this even now. I used to joke about this all the time. Black men love me. So I'm not there you like, go. Exactly. Booty. Booty. Um, but like I, I, I went on and I was I was very like open. I was like, I'm just going to eliminate everybody here. And I'm just going to be like Trump supporter. Like I'm literally and I was shocked at actually getting messages. I had guys like messaging me with like their Trump bumper stickers. And I'm just like, you're in Massachusetts. Like what is the deal? So you'd be surprised at like who you can actually find. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I, I find that to be very attractive. So I, I guess, you know, this is kind of interesting, paradoxical in a way. Cause like, yes, I'm very attracted to like the, the truly like feminine aspects of a woman, but I'm also very attracted to the, the, probably the wild, I guess it'd be the wild woman, wild mm -hmm. side, the wild woman, like a woman who's like, you know, conservative, dark like, feminine energy. Oh, yeah, the dark feminine energy, the woman that's mm -hmm. like, that's just like, you know, like, uh, absolutely stood up this whole time and like was very, you know, maybe outspoken, like, like that wouldn't be traditionally feminine, but that's something that I find very attractive. So, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, I mean, that was, like I said in the first episode, like that was a big part of my move was like just the, the, the chance of maybe possibly finding a different like dating pool. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I have full faith. I have full hope. Like I know that this, you know, that's it's uh, do women in Nashville like, wear the uh, like the hip, the hip level jeans? Uh, yes. High waisted. Yes. Like, OK, so hip? I think every woman tends <laughs> yes. to. Well, here, dude, here's the thing about everywhere. No, high waisted, high waisted shit for women has been. It's in, everywhere. But but I I'm asking, are they wearing them like hip? By yeah, the, like like where it's like down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah maybe. Uh, one is of the that things like I like high waisted. Paris Hilton kind of look. What, are we talking about? Or yeah. I just, I just age myself like big time right now. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, okay. What I noticed more so, especially with like the younger gals, it's all like uh very, very baggy, like old lady pants. Yeah. You know and like that's 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 real very much baggy the trend. clothes yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's funny about Nashville is that it is the bachelorette party capital of the world. And huh. uh and Ooh. so on any and so there's downtown, there's a street called Broadway Street that's kind of like yeah. the main strip. 
Have you guys been to Nashville? No, but I've heard been? about Broadway. Okay, so Broadway, mm -hmm. it's like it's literally like the strip. On like and like if you go mm -hmm. like in the spring or the summer uh on a Saturday night, there's literally tens of thousands of people down there. It's like a, it's a sea of people. It's like literally like Vegas, man. It's insane. And uh and 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 and, and, and so and, and there's all these bachelorette parties everywhere. Everywhere, and they and you can always spot them because they're all wearing the same outfits, and it's like they've got the pink cowboy white, boots, pink bride. cowboy hat, you know, like yeah, white, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you can spot them all the way. So, so I yeah. got my buddy, my buddy Patrick. Shout out he to Patrick. Uh, he he came he came to visit me uh, from Maryland. He was living in Maryland. I actually knew I got to know him up in the Pacific Northwest. He moved to Maryland. He came over here to Nashville to visit. And I'm like, bro, we're going downtown. I'm just gonna show you the scene, right? And I'm like, I don't drink or anything, but I'm like, dude, I'll take you down there. It'll be fun. You'll get a you'll get a kick out of it. So we went down there and like he was like, What is going on here? I'm like, Yeah, dude. It's like it feels like you will go like 20 minutes without seeing a dude. It's like all women. It's all women here. It's insane. Interesting. Yeah, huh? it's very, 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 very interesting. And I'm I'm, being, I'm exaggerating, but like it, it feels that way because they, they all run in packs, right? And so there's like these packs of women everywhere. It's insane, dude. And so I was I did that. Yeah. And so anyway, he lives in Nashville now. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I have, I have so much trauma or when I see like a bachelorette party, because from my years of doing stand up, oh, we get gosh, bachelorette yeah. parties that would come in All and oh my God, yeah. it, was, it was a night. They were always like the, like the minute you saw women coming in with a sash and like the yeah. penis hats or something, it was just like, oh, <laughs> no, he's not going to oh go well. That's awful. Sarah, do you Did have any interest in getting back into stand up? Um, to be totally, honest, I miss the stage. I absolutely yeah. miss the stage. I miss the energy, but like the, the business aspect of things and mm. like the politics and the, just being in the entertainment business in general was just, it was just like destroying my soul. So I don't really I think imagine. I would actually get into stand up. Yeah. I probably will get more into doing more like, um, like speaking engagements once those okay. things start picking up and things like that. Cause I do really miss the stage and the live energy and stuff, but yeah. The actual the industry and I, I don't miss the you know driving hey. four hours in a snowstorm for like a twenty five dollars. I was oh, just thinking Sarah, the awards. Oh Sarah, yeah. we're we're gonna nominate you for the American Liberty Awards. Maybe you can come to the stage. Maybe she there. can come onto the stage. The yeah, we've got we've got a couple events. We got a couple events. Yeah, going. yeah. yeah. Okay. We do have a lot of things in the lineup this year. It's mm -hmm. a very busy year. Oh, wow. so I, can pull up so, some of this. I can see if I can yeah. pull up some of this stuff. So we're we're talking to the great Frank Cavanaugh from uh, yeah. who used to be the bass player of the band Filter. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, they are putting on the American Liberty Awards in Austin, Texas, with the Infowars crew. Uh, yeah. Rob Dew, oh, yeah. a good friend of ours, is uh, going to be hosting. I'm trying to pull up the website here, but it's there we go. Oh, so American I see. Liberty yeah. Award. Hosted by Rob Dew. He's the senior producer oh, at InfoWars. Um, and uh, I guess they need to get some pictures on there. But it's basically Matt Baker. Yeah. You'd, you'd probably recognize. Oh, meet the organizers. Here we go. So we got uh, oh, this is Matt's message to you. So Matt, the great Matt Baker. He's the uh, this guy, yes. right? He's the guy. <laughs> the, 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 city the city council <laughs> meeting. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Frank. Frank. Oh, that's Michael Graves. Okay. And then uh, Frank Kavanaugh. The man, yeah. the legend. He's 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 my buddy right there. So, so we got that, and then Sarah, we also have this. This is the event. Yeah, that, uh, my, my friend, 
my friend Courtney Turner and I are putting on. This is Creative Artists Uniting for the Sovereignty of Everyone, June 4th or June June 2nd to June 4th in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be basically a camp out event. So bring a tent, bring an RV, so camp out. Um, so here, I got all the confirmed speakers. We got Alex Zek confirmed. Yeah. We got wow. Jay Dyer confirmed. Ryan Christian, uh, Dr. Ben Marble, Steve and Pasta from Slow News Day. Uh, there's Courtney. AM Wake there. Up. Yeah, AM Wake Up and Slow News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're from AM Wake Up. Yeah, yeah. Zach, you should come down too, man. Courtney Turner, there's me. And then Frank Cavanaugh, uh, yeah. Faithless Town, Joseph Arthur. And we got several other people that we're talking to. It's going to be legendary. So, Amazing. Nashville. Maybe June, us ladies down there. Yeah. I we'll agree. Get our blonde hair back. And then our blonde trio will yes. reunite. <laughs> yes. Yes, you guys are all welcome. You could object a couple just got engaged too. Right, like there, we have such oh, so we, got, we should come out for her bachelorette party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Tell you 100%. what, tell you, hey, we could do Zach if you could make it. We'll do a we could do a live in orange. We're, we're gonna be doing, live on the we're town. Doing, we're doing live, live well, we're on doing, the town. Well, yes, but we're doing we could do that too, but we're also doing like live podcasts at the event too. So yeah, you, but you could also be speakers like Shelby, you and Heather, and then Sarah, you guys could all be speakers at the event. Whoa. Too. Zach, oh, if you want to if you want to so are we formally invited? Zach, if, are we going yes, to camp out for of days? course, of course you're invited. Zach, <laughs> you gotta, tell, we gotta tell Injected Grandma. Injected grandma listening <laughs> right now. Injected grandma. We're you're going to Nashville June 4th. With the four kids in the other room. She's like our injected nanny slash grandma. One day she's gonna call in with all the kids. I can't see it. Bring the whole crew. Bring the whole crew. Zach, you can do some pussy jokes on stage. It'd be fantastic. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. So anyway, I'll, I'll, yeah, like ostracize the older crowd even more than I already have done. <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. bit of conflict is good. Remember? Yes, it's good. It's yeah. fantastic. It's There's fantastic. nothing better than intergenerational. In fact, by it. the way, it's it's like as I like. By the way, you know what's crazy? So I have a story. My grandmother. This was in the in the peak of COVID, and my grandmother was dying. She was in hospice, oh. and so they wouldn't let people in more than one at a time. So they, yeah. you couldn't have like a family go visit um, my grandma, but I would go and then we would take turns. You go. And she, I mean, it's, it's so insane because she, these, these are people that are dying, but yet they have COVID regulations as if it matters if they catch COVID on their, you know, final three days. Mm -hmm. But the amount of shit she talked about the covid crisis to directly to the nurses my grandmother was a insane woman not in the bad way like she you want to talk about embodying dark femininity that's her she <laughs> she was chaos the entire like she was chaos and she somehow it. organized chaos into her entire aura um but i remember i had a like a mask on i had a mask on and i had it under my nose and the nurse came in and she goes, you got to put it over. And my grandmother in front of the nurse went, don't leave it there. And I was like, what are you fucking yes. doing? And she goes, and, well, the nurse was like, you have to. And he, she goes, don't do it. And I was like, what, what do you want me to do? She, I'm, good. I'm with my I grandmother. Like, what, like, yeah. I got to listen to my grandmother. Yeah. And then the nurse left. And then, you know, she because she would do shit just to piss people off. We had a hailstorm. Like South Dakota gets really, really bad hailstorms sometimes, and they last like five minutes, but they just they fucking come like hell's been unleashed. Um, and we had the sliding glass door to her room open, and the nurse came in, 
and asked me to close the sliding glass door. And my grandma went, don't stay there. <laughs> and I went, I, what? And I was, she's like, you have to, this is protocol. And to, to be fair, the, to, to be fair to the nurse, she's just, she's just listening. Like, yeah. Right. And so I didn't want to be a dick, but like my grandma was like, don't you fucking close that door. <laughs> And She's power playing this nurse. Yeah, and I, like, <laughs> the only thing that I can do is just sit there and go to the nurse. I'm like, she's dying. And so yeah, even, like, her dying wish. Yeah, like to literally, leave that door open. Listen, my grandmother went out with more energy than most young men have. It's, it's <laughs> wild, dude. That's awesome. Wild. I love that. Good woman, dude. What, that's was, her, what was her name? Bonnie. There's no way she's resting in peace. She's, there's nothing. She's peaceful crazy about that. Listen, wherever she is, wherever the fuck you go after you die, whoever is there with her is not enjoying the experience. <laughs> He's the hurricanes that have been happening. Yeah, no, this is, this is literally, yeah. She's, she's, she's controlling the fucking tides. Whatever yeah. the next tsunami that happens in Indonesia that kills fucking two hundred thousand, that was her probably. It'd be Bonnie. Bonnie. How wild is it going to be the next like tropical storm that comes in? It's like Hurricane Bonnie coming through. <laughs> Hurricane yeah, Bonnie. Yeah. Hurricane Bonnie. Probably. I think Hurricane Bonnie came through Nashville today, dude. Like there, it was a oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty intense. Yes, yeah, tornado warnings and everything. It was weird because it was like a beautiful blue sky, but a tornado warning. I'm like, how does this make any sense? Weird. But it was like, Ominous. it was like, it was like very, very strong winds. So anyway, oh my gosh, it reminds me of that uh, hurricane season or whatever that was approaching. Rain Biden's like, you know what you need to do to prepare? Oh yeah, <laughs> get, get injected. <laughs> yeah. Prepare yourself for tornadoes and hurricanes. Yeah, that's so insane, dude. Well, we're we're kind of winding down here. I was wondering, uh, ladies, did you want to talk about uh, the the we do want to we do want to talk about the wellness we company, yeah. oh, the wellness company, which is let's see, twc.health, If yeah. I'm not yeah. mistaken, let's just make sure we have it correct. And uh, let me just pull this out, you guys. So we uh, are really stoked to actually be affiliates now for. The wellness company you guys and they went Still ahead and sent us a whole little lineup and guys they're fantastic i'm actually not we're not just saying this because we we don't put our face in anything this is the no, first time we've ever done this these are the bomb um we got the kids ones you got ones for yourself anyways go check it out because now we have a, a code these are vitamins guys. supplements yeah uh supplements so there's like uh chewable like immune support immune support stuff there's uh a heart, heart health, health one from dr mccullough and they're beautiful and there's the uh they, they have like a whole detox the protocol the by dr vandewater i actually went on yeah I was on, I, i'm gonna feel yeah. it on, actually on. here she is dr oh, yeah, vandewater yeah. And you know what i was getting sick last week no joke yeah. um my, like my daughter was sick the week before which is why we got all of these yeah. um z stack and yeah, that's uh that's yeah. delicious yeah. but um i was getting sick and i popped like all of those one night literally woke up the next morning and i was yeah. like g to g so yeah. um yeah. and i don't i'm like the one that you always call whenever you've got something going on. I always have a cure for anything, usually with essential oils. But uh, this was fantastic, and they yeah. taste good. So, Do they and not only supplements either. What was that? Do they have one for blood, blood pressure? pressure? Probably, yeah. Uh, I think there's something I else just... that's on there. We didn't get all of them. We mostly just got like the immune 
um, immune system ones. And then there's a good one for sleep, which yeah. is fantastic. It's and, got like and, kava in it. Well, well they gonna, also do telemedicine. Yeah, too, I was just going to so. say, so it's $10 yeah. a month. If you sign up for $10 a month, you get yeah. like, full access to like telehealth, you know, services, you know, so whatever that capacity. So it's a good deal, and you know. So Dr. McCullough, who we of yeah. course had on episode two. Yeah. He's and you were just texting with before officer. the show too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can trust these, these, um, this company and all the stuff, yeah. you guys. It's really I had, good I had, people. I had Dr. Vandewater on my show and I got hooked up with those guys. I sat on one of their, like, they did like a big zoom call for like all the affiliates and just gave a bunch of information. It's a pretty cool. good deal. I'm stoked about it. Cool. So yeah. So actually guys, so in the yeah, episode description, in the episode description below, there is a link. It says twc.health forward slash injected. Yeah. Um, and so if you follow that link or type that into a browser, you get 10% off. If you just go there to their website and use the coupon code injected, you get 5% yeah. off. So click the damn link. Yeah. So oh, click, on yeah. link. click on the link. Click on the link. Yeah. and get, so, get healthy stay healthy yeah. so there you go all right yeah. what do you guys think cool. i think i think we did it eh yeah so. okay Another sarah sarah do you have any final thoughts or words of wisdom for us or the audience here uh yeah. well <laughs> words of wisdom but i'm i appreciate you guys having me on the show i always love uh i always love talking to heather and shelby and i like meeting uh scott and zach this was really great and a great time so thank yeah. you so much for having me on the show and okay. uh well, if sarah, you guys want to check me out on youtube you. um it's everyday starlet and uh, Instagram. I'm Everyday Starlet on YouTube and TikTok, and I am at Sarah Blodgett on Instagram if you want to check me out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I, I got your Instagram in there, but I'll get the others added uh, after the show here, so perfect. Perfect. All Thank right. you so much for coming yeah. on. It's always such a pleasure to, yeah. to chat with you, and, and hopefully we see you again. If not, Tennessee, we're going. Tennessee. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, until next time, stay free and... Stay, Stay unjected. There you go. All right. <laughs> Bye, see everyone. You, see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.